Last week on The Natural Underground. And as I go into the room, I open the door with my key. And if you guys, have you seen those hotels where you you have to slide your key into a little slot to, this may be just a really cheap motel I was staying at, but you got to slide your key into a little slot to power the lighting. Like it, it, it's some sort of efficient thing they're doing, maybe just on the West Coast, but it's to give, you can't turn the lights on until you put your room key in. So I That's do that, weird. right? I do that. <laughs> And I can't find the slot. So I'm reaching all over. And I've got to be honest with you. It had been a long drive. I had to go to the bathroom. I mean, I really, really had to go to the bathroom. So I, I get into the – so I go into the hotel. I can't find the light. So I give up and I forget it. I drop my bags in and I immediately bank to the left and go into the restroom. And let's just say I sat down to do my business. I don't know what you guys, as our friendly listeners, uh, do when you're going to the bathroom, but I look at my phone. I think a lot of America probably looks at their phone when they go to the bathroom. Everyone. Everyone. That's right. Thank you for the confirmation. I was beginning to worry. <laughs> so as I looked at my phone, I'm reading the little news stories, and I'm, you know, I'm doing my business. I've been very, I'm at this point, I'm now very comfortable. <laughs> and I happen to flick the phone around, and I see the light. The light sort of shines up outside of the bathroom, because I didn't even shut the door. And oh as I gosh. move my, well, it's my, I'm the only one right. in there. And well, as the light, you think. As, that's right. <laughs> yeah. as, the, as the light hits the wall, I notice a backpack. I notice a backpack and I realize that's not my backpack. And so I move the phone around a little further to the left and to my hor- horrific fear, I see a bunch of toiletries that aren't mine. So I realize at that point, I'm going to the bathroom in somebody else's hotel room. So my pants are down. My pants are down. I, I kind of quietly. The door's open. The door's open. I oh, quietly man. come out in around and I look and I see in the dark a leg sticking out. You know, so they're sleeping. I have Wait, one leg out of the Are your pants still down at this point? Yeah. My pants are still down. And if they wake, and if they wake up, they're going to notice that I uh, have snuck into the room, I have a scratchy voice, and and I and I don't have my pants on. And you will be arrested. <laughs> right. So, and you work for the touch agent. That's right. So. <laughs> Welcome to The Natural Underground, the official radio show and podcast of the natural food industry. I'm your host, Al Springer. This program is brought to you by New Brand University, the educational arm of the Touch Agency. Since 1998, we have helped build out over 100 of the most successful natural brands on the planet, many of which you may have at home in your pantry right now. Great brands like Amy's Kitchen, Emergency, Daily Greens, Nature's Gate, and many, many more. Joining me in the studio today, our expert team of brand builders. We've got Linda, our brand strategy and consumer marketing expert. Happy to be here. Yes. Jessalyn, our social media and digital marketing guru. What's good? What is good? (laughs) I guess we're going to find out. You will. That's a new line. You should try and develop that. That could become popular. It's very popular. And Ryan, you're, you're just old. Oh, okay. Well, popular that's for probably years. true, and is very true. Well, maybe we won't introduce Ryan now. We'll just keep on moving on since he introduced himself with an insult. Right. Uh, Ryan, our consultant for all things new product launch. So launch is yes, excellent. All right, let's kick off this show. Let's get this bad boy started. It's our weekly celebration of the least healthy food label of the week. We call it Six Feet Underground. Six Feet Underground. There's no coming back. Wow. (laughs) Scarier than the food label we're about to read itself. 
All right. And, and guys, fair warning, let's try hard not to say the actual brand name of these companies because our uh, legal budget for the show is $19.14. <laughs> and anything, any kind of legal action will probably shut this thing down real fast. <laughs> All right. So I watched we, Law and Order once. We could do this. We did? You think we can do it ourselves? Yeah. All right. Well, t- today's honoree, and I'm going to make some, some actual packaging sounds here in the background. <laughs> Oh, every time I do that, though, we actually have. So our, our, our honored product today is a honey bun. And you guys have had this classic convenience store, grocery store item. You microwave this bad boy, spectacular. <laughs> but you flip it over, and there may be a little bit of another story here on the old ingredient <laughs> label. Let's forget for a minute the laundry list of things that we don't recognize that are in it. But check this out. How many total calories do you think is in this thing right now? 500 easy. Oh. Maybe 490? I don't know. A dollar? Ryan? <laughs> Over 500. 560. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's it's pretty good. impressive. <laughs> 33 grams of sugar. And check this out. Saturated fat, 17 grams or 85% of your daily value. And the sad thing is, a, a, a long time ago in my life, I would eat these, but I would put butter on it first. Oh, my God. Because you know, it needs more. Yeah, it needed a <laughs> well, little and, more. And didn't you say you would microwave it in the plastic packaging? Yeah, you know, just straight out. But you know what? Chemical. It's road food. And then about five <laughs> minutes later, driving down the highway, I'd slip off into unconsciousness because of the sugar content. <laughs> that explains so much. Yeah. All right. So every week, we w- we're hoping you guys will send us. Uh, your suggestions, if you come across wildly bad products in terms of the ingredient label, send it to us. It's info at newbranduniversity.com. That's info at newbranduniversity.com. All right. Well, enough of the honey bun because it does smell good. It does. And I sort of want to eat it after the show. Right. <laughs> um, let's talk about what are we eating this week. This is our salute to our favorite new food and beverage addiction. I think we have a jingle for this. Time's wasted, don't you know? Put something tasty in my old pie. Well, you know, pie hole is an underutilized term. It, is. it sounds a little bit like something you shouldn't be able to say on the radio, but we're doing it anyway. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I Googled it 10 times just to make sure, okay, it doesn't mean anything weird. It's good. Did you check the Urban Dictionary? I did. Okay. Don't it's check all good. Okay. It's all okay. good. No, everything was good. That's all right. Well, my fair. product that I want to spotlight today is the aloe drink. You guys, have you had this before? I have. Oh, yeah. I have. oh it's their drinks made from real aloe vera. When you hear that, you think like desert and, and sort of suntan. Sunburn. Uh, yes, yeah, sunburns. But this, they grow the aloe vera on their own organic farms. They use real aloe juice and pulp, but they blend it with fruit juice, and the results are 20 refreshing, amazing flavors. I mean, incredibly unique taste. Just like that works on your sunburn, that you have that same kind of cooling feeling when you're drinking it. So, excellent. If you want to learn more about that one, check out Drink, A-L-O, drink.com, drink.com. Linda? I cannot get enough Barney butter this week. Oh, it's good. Oh, mm. it is. You know, mm. normal almond butters, not so much. Not that great. <laughs> no. No, you feel like you, you made a sacrifice, but not You're trying to make healthy, healthy choices. But yep. Barney butter is incredible. What they do is they actually blanch the almonds before they grind it, so it, that removes the skin, basically. And the skin is what contains um, the tannins that can, that can make normal almond butter a little bitter. Okay. So... They have, you know, your traditional smooth and crunchy, but then they also have some mix-in flavors like vanilla bean and espresso that That's are absolutely oh, incredible. I love the chocolate. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then what's also great, my son happens to have a peanut allergy, and so they are actually manufactured in their own peanut-free facility. So I am, I can uh, have it around the house and enjoy it in front of him without any any worries. Yep. Um, if you want to learn more, check it out at barneybutter.com. Barneybutter.com. My product of the week is Crave Jerky. Have you guys mm. had this before? It comes in like yeah. that bright label um, with like the beautiful chips packaging. And yeah, it's really pretty mm. actually. Um, I really like jerky, but sometimes it's really dry. It's hard to eat. You sort of maybe don't want to eat it in public because it's smelly and yeah, tough. Pungent. You feel like you're like gnawing on mm-hmm. something in front of people. So this is a totally different experience. It's really moist and easy to eat, um, and it's super high quality. It's all 100% lean meat. Um, they have amazing flavors. I know, Linda, you said you like the black cherry barbecue yes. flavor. I, myself, this week have been eating the sweet chipotle flavor. And it has a lot of protein. It's like 9 to 12 grams per serving. It's less than 100 calories per serving. And I think the whole bag is like three servings. So it's actually a pretty substantial amount. Um, it's really delicious. They have a lot of great flavors. Um, if you want to try this new jerky, go to cravejerky.com. That's Crave with a K. Ryan? My product is from Oasis Brewing. Surprise, uh, surprise, a beer. Ryan drinking beer. Oh, we drank on the way in here. I'm a Way pretty to step out of your comfort zone there, Ryan. In terms of uh, dollar sales and just general usage <laughs> of local craft brews. Did you, is this a breakfast occurrence that's happening? Is this a breakfast recommendation? I haven't gotten there up? yet oh, okay. in, that, in right. the process. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I've always enjoyed Austin Beer Works, 512, all those incredible craft beer lineup Great we beers. have around Austin. But a relative newcomer is Oasis Brewing. And for a newcomer, they've already accomplished some amazing things. Their London Homesick Ale won the gold medal at the Great American Beer Festival that's in Denver. Cool. And that's about as good as you can get. Particularly for a brand new brand. Out. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. And they're at the Oasis on Lake Travis. So the view is incredible. Go check them out next time you're up there. Uh, yeah, it's just a How wonderful How do you find beer. out more about them? Uh, you can go to their website at www.otxbc.com. They've got a heavy... Influence all around Austin, but especially on Rainy Street. So check them out at Eisenhower's or Craft Pride. Sounds good. And always drink responsibly. That's right. (laughs) Okay, it's time for a break. When we come back, we'll get to the breaking headlines in the world of all things natural, world of natural news. You're listening to The Natural Underground. Welcome back to the Natural Underground. At this time, every week, we like to head down to the Underground Newsroom and check in on any breaking news from around the natural world. If only we had some breaking news sound effects. Oh, what's that? Wow. That is breaking news. Wow. I'm kind of, I'm alarmed. <laughs> the only, that's just alarming. This is important. Well, I will bust out the first news story after that. Uh, I'm nervous. I think something, you know, we really should be underground after that, that music. <laughs> All right. My news story uh, from Natural for the Week is the growth of Thrive Market. But the numbers are amazing. Thrive is an online natural grocer. And they're only 18 months old, but they've already reported a $10 million uh, march in terms of sales uh, in March of 2016. The way the process works, members pay a $60 a year fee for membership, and then the trade-off is 
at least they they claim wholesale prices versus retail prices for many of the kind of leading natural products. Uh, I don't think they have produce or, or any of the fresh stuff yet, but it's all sort of shelf stable, you know, cereals, grains, things like that. Their vision is lower prices for folks in parts of the country who maybe can't easily get to uh, a retailer like a Whole Foods or a Sprouts. So pretty amazing to track that, to see where it goes. I know for a lot of folks in the industry, it's represent a new, it represents a new place to, to sell your products. So the growth of Thrive Market is my story. That actually segues perfectly into my article of the week. Um, the Organic Trade Association has um, published their 2016 U.S. Families Organic Attitudes and Belief Studies. Okay. 35% of U.S. households are actually making an, a concerted effort to buy organic. Wow. Um, That's a big number now. Yeah. That yeah. Is. And the, about 33% make it listed in their top three priority, especially when they're purchasing for kids. Um, it's really an emotionally charged issue. And 44% of parents feels like it makes them a better parent if they're providing organic. That's um, interesting. Wow. Yeah organic uh, uh, products for their kids. Uh, but what I found really interesting, well, two things actually. One, it's more prevalent in the perimeter of the store. So center grocery is less top of mind when it's a packaged prepared food. I, I, perhaps I could can, see that they associate organic with fresh, like produce right. uh-huh. and some of those things versus something that's already been packaged and shelf stable and been sitting there. Yeah. So you think like, oh, fresh fruit and vegetables, I have to buy that organic or milk. Mm-hmm. But then there's a sort of lapse when they go into center store. So that, so that was I found that very interesting. And then plus I found very interesting that there are still 30 percent of holdouts of consumers that believe conventional is just as good as organic. And that's understandable. I mean, there's people that just don't know yet or haven't tried mm-hmm. it. Or I've even come across people who think that somehow there's a trade-off in taste. Like, oh, well, if it's organic or natural, and it's like, no, give it a, it's more, more likely it's gonna taste better right. mm-hmm. because it's kind of true higher to, quality yeah, ingredients. Higher quality ingredients, ingredients yeah. true to what it is, yeah. handcrafted, people care about it. So awesome. All right, my breaking news story of the week. This is a little interesting with this very serious background sounds, but I, uh, so I do social media all the time and I noticed when I was on Twitter doing some work for some brands that there was this interesting hashtag trending called hashtag strange witch, which is... I know him, Dave Strange (laughs) He's nice, but um, it's Hellman's Mayonnaise actually, which is a consumer packaged good product, so I thought this was relevant, launched this new promotion and competition for people on Instagram and Twitter can go online and they either describe or upload a photo of their kind of strange sandwich, which I think we all maybe have something that we eat. Like I have to put potato chips on my turkey sandwich, sourdough, turkey, mayonnaise, potato chips. Not everyone likes that or thinks that's normal. So you can put your unique sandwich online, take a picture of it, do the hashtag. And if you win, if you have the best unique sandwich sandwich <laughs> exactly you can win lunch for a year they'll get in the form of gift cards they'll give you a gift card for every day so i thought that's kind of an interesting promotion for brands that we work with all the time that have sort of like a cooking element if you have a unique recipe and i noticed already it's sort of their version of a recipe contest but yeah. in this uh-huh. case it's a little easier to do like what kind of wild yeah. crazy things do you well do and it sandwiches? breaks through the clutter Yep. Because mm-hmm. the strange witch. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I noticed Neil Patrick Harris and Ryan Brooklyn Decker have already participated. Oh. So, um, and they actually, in addition on their own Instagram, had their own strange witch. That one of their sandwiches called the after school special is mayonnaise. 
pretzels, bananas, mm. and peanut butter. Ooh. Well, you so, know, I've had a peanut butter and banana. I've had peanut and butter and mayo before. That's good. That's peanut, good butter but mayo. No way. But peanut butter and Peanut butter and mayo, that exists? Well, yes. Peanut butter and banana, but also with the mayonnaise I've seen element. peanut butter and banana. I actually think it sounds good, because I like all those individual You try it, and you report things. Elvis used to eat fried peanut butter and mayo sandwiches. I think yep. with bananas in them. Well, that's why he's gone. <laughs> Six feet under. There's no coming back. <laughs> My uh, news for the week is that Walmart is going to drop the Wild Oats private label kind of food brand they had going on. If mm. you guys uh, were big into natural back in like the early 2000s or even earlier, you'd remember Wild Oats was the store that was very much like Whole Foods. Um, Whole Foods ended up purchasing them, and the name, which was a great natural name, Wild Oats, ended up getting bought by a private equity firm. Chikaipa? And they actually used to own and have probably still do are involved in some grocery chains uh, at, w- at one point. I think they owned uh, Ralph's before Kroger did. Oh, wow. But uh, I'm sorry, so keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. And they, uh, the Wild Oats brand in Walmart was pasta sauces, cereals, other shelf-stable products. Um, the deal was made two years ago, and but they're unwinding it. And so a lot of industry analysts are saying that's interesting because Walmart is making a very aggressive play towards organic. Why would they get rid of that private label brand? Well, people that are in the know are starting to think that Walmart wants to expand even further their natural offerings, are going to integrate their natural offerings into their great value private label. Right, into their regular store brand. And if you know Walmart, and certainly a lot of brands in the natural food world have been approached by them lately in terms of them trying to offer more assortment, whether you f- how you feel about them, it's very interesting to see that they are masters at taking costs out of the system. So right now, I, th- I suspect they're paying Yakaipa for the rights to use that name. And, and now, by that not being part of the equation and them rolling into their own brand, again, they lower the price and make you know uh, natural and organic products m- more available at a lower price for more folks. Yeah. Who m- and normally, honestly, may not come across it as easily. Exactly. Yep. Before the break, we'd like to dig deeper and see what's taking root in natural. In anticipation of our guest today, um, we'd like to look at the growing world of brain supplements. I love it. Now, most people, at least when I think of brain supplements, I think of uh, coffee, tea, energy drinks, or energy shots. That's what everybody takes, and yet not great for you, probably. No. Yeah, because it's only it's a short-term solution. It's really just a temporary stimulant, but... As we're living longer, more studies are coming out. More people are focusing on understanding how the brain works and the specific vitamins, nutrients, and amino acids that our brains need to function at its best level. And these are beca- these are be- you know the world of brain uh, brain supplements is big business at retail now. A lot of choices, right? Absolutely. Um, I went in and I did a store audit and found that there are about thirty brain enhancing supplements in a dedicated set. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Especially considering they all run in the thirty to forty dollar range for like a two to four week supply, mm-hmm. so that's a couple bucks a day that people. Yeah, you got to be kind of committed. Uh huh. And all the major players are involved: Rainbow Light, Gaia, uh, Country Life, and in either tablet or capsule form. But as I was talking to one of the supplement specialists in the aisle, she said that there is one brand that's not a major player. It's actually a tiny brand that is really disrupting the category with a liquid shot delivery system, which makes sense because liquid is more rapidly absorbed into your body. Um, You may have seen it at the check stand. It's a little green bottle, uh, brain juice. It's moving 200 plus bottles a week. If you know anything about supplements and turns... That no, I mean, you might have a, a half a bottle a week, a bottle a week. We're going to talk to a guy today who 
founded a company, started a company that moves 200 bottles a week at some stores. That's crazy. After the break, we'll talk to Sam Elick, founder and CEO. That's Consciousness Exploration Officer. Wow. <laughs> so, Sam. Yeah. Yes. Of, of brain juice. Yeah, Sam knows a tremendous amount about the brain and brain supplements and also about bootstrapping a small business to get it off the ground. Sam Elick from Brain Juice will join us when we return. You're listening to The Natural Underground. Welcome back to The Natural Underground. As we mentioned before the break, our guest today knows a tremendous amount about the brain and brain supplements. We're joined today by Sam Elick, founder of Brain Juice. Brain Juice is an energy and nutrient shot for the brain, right? Pretty self-explanatory. These products are literally on fire at major retail chains across the country. In fact, Brain Juice sells, as we mentioned earlier, hundreds of bottles per week per store at some leading natural and health food stores. That is a crazy number. Please join me in welcoming Sam to the Natural Underground. Thank you, Al. It's a pleasure to be here. I really appreciate you guys inviting me on, and I'm excited about it. Oh, absolutely, and man. So what is Brain Juice? Brain Juice is a little shot. You know, it's it's uh, just like you think of an energy shot. It's actually a brain shot, and right. it's nutrients and energy for your brain. So it has all the nutrients that your brain needs to operate at its peak uh, within minutes. So it's designed to work really quickly. Um, that's why it's liquid because liquid nutrients absorb a lot faster. Bioavailable. Right? They're more bioavailable. So they're, uh, yeah, there's two, uh, there's two things, the bioavailability, which means that there's a higher absorption rate. So you get like 80 to 90% absorption of the nutrients and liquid supplements. And then the other thing is the, the speed. So, um, liquids, you know, as you can imagine, you, you drink a liquid, it assimilates into your body really quickly. Uh, whereas a pill sometimes can take a long time. Why did you develop brain juice? How did it come to be? I used to have trouble concentrating in school when I was a kid. So How did that manifest itself? I mean, what were you struggling? I, I How were you struggling? I just, I don't know. I just was uh, focused on other things. I just thought teacher. that was high school <laughs> in college. Yeah, maybe it's everybody. Yeah. But for me, it was just it was just tough to concentrate. So what I'd end up doing is, uh, you know, pulling all-nighters. I'd wait till the last minute and I'd cram and I'd, you know, do kind of what Linda was talking about, cram my brain with uh, stimulants. And, you know, eventually that cycle just became unhealthy. So I thought... Uh, I was at the time when I really had the idea for brain juice. I was in, uh, I was getting my MBA in entrepreneurship at the Acton MBA program, which is, you know, all about a really cool program, all about entrepreneurship. And um, with, you know, I was like crashing because I had been overdoing it so long with the stimulus. So you do crash and burn, kind of, or spike and crash. Yeah, that's, that's, how, like, that's how it was. You know, I just yeah. kind of go, go, go. Then I kind of crash. And um, one, in, in one of those more uh, significant crashes uh, with my last dying brain cell, I thought there's got to be a better way. Like and and uh, so I thought, I wonder if there's like something that I can put into my body that actually gives my brain the, the actual nutrients that it needs to be able to focus and be clear and, and operate at its peak. Well, that's, that's a pretty cool, that's a pretty cool last brain cell that, that had all of that <laughs> happen. God, I mean, God. all the ones up to that point were just wasting your time. I really. know. But that last one was the good and one. Thank God for neurogenesis that some, some more, a few more have grown back since then. Probably not a lot, but a few more. And good. Uh, and uh, so anyway, that's where the idea came from. And then how does it work? How does brain juice work? There's kind of a couple of main things it does. So the primary thing it does is it has all the nutrient building blocks, the natural nutrient building blocks that your brain uses to produce acetylcholine. And acetylcholine, it's uh, if you've taken a biochemistry class, you probably have heard it. Um, but you know, I hadn't heard it until um, I, I really started studying 
brain supplements, but acetylcholine is a neurotransmitter. It's the neuro. It's actually the most prominent neurotransmitter in the entire body. It's used in all elements in every uh, part of the. Uh, nervous system so the central nervous system um the somatic nervous system which is like the brain to body brain to muscle connection and um, it's responsible for like um, making new memories mental clarity mental focus it's also the neurotransmitter used whenever you're moving your muscles so anytime you're moving your muscles um, you're using acetylcholine so it's it's a very it's a very important neurotransmitter so you you talked about your own personal story based on what you just said and how this works who should be using it? You know, Linda said it before. Everybody has a brain, right? But there's a few people who have a, who have a stronger need for this. And for me, you know, I when I created it, I was I was the student. I was the student who needed more mental energy, more brain power to get through my studies. Um, so that's kind of how I the perspective I started with. Um, but then, you know, of course, I started the business and I became a young professional. And I realized, man, young professionals need a lot of mental energy too, especially if you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to start a business or, you know, do anything entrepreneurial like that. Um, So young young professionals are also one of our biggest demographics. And then we found uh, as we got in Whole Foods and Central Market and started doing more demos, we found that a lot of um, people, baby boomers, you know, ages like 40 to to 60 um, had a lot of interest too. And it's because they want to keep their brain young. They want to keep their brain as youthful, youthful for as long as possible. And uh, brain juice helps with that. It just kind of helps keeping the helps keeping the brain flow. Um, so I'd, I'd say those are our three main demographics. We also have people who we call self-optimizers, self-actualizers. Who, which you know, is which kind of you, kind right? Of me. You're, this yeah, is I'm, your I'm all interest. About, I'm fascinated exactly. by this. I'm, all being, I'm, all, I'm about being you know, balanced mentally, physically, emotionally, and uh, brain juice helps me with that too. It's, it's really good to, to take uh, before meditation or um, you know, any, any kind of – any kind of thing that helps you better focus yourself. and clarity yeah, focus and clarity yeah so where can you buy a, a brain juice what types of stores more than the actual specific stores well the the main stores we're in are health the healthy channel the healthy and natural like a channel. whole foods like whole foods yeah, yeah we're in yep. all the whole foods in this region and we just moved into the uh, pacific northwest region we're also in cent- central market here and then in austin you can find it in most of the little healthy kind of small stores like the fresh pluses people's pharmacy um, Wheatsville Co-op. Yeah. And if you're not in the Austin area, can you buy it online? You can buy it on Amazon. Um, it, it's on Amazon Prime, so you, you can buy it on Amazon Prime. And then you can also get it at naturalbrainjuice.com. Naturalbrainjuice.com. Let's yes. get a little more entrepreneurial. Let's do it. Because now that we've kind of understood the product, how did you pick the name? I know it sounds self-evident, but I'm sure for anybody out there who's either building a small brand, thinking about launching a brand, how did you pick the name? And what was that process like? And then just legally, how did you figure out if you could use it? Yeah, it's actually funny. The first name we called Brain Juice was actually not Brain Juice. We called it Alpha Wave. Oh, and, okay. And uh, I, I just thought it was a cool name. And, you know, alpha waves are the waves your brain releases when you're uh, in the mo- in the the learning state. So when you're, like, absorbing information, your brain's releasing alpha alpha waves. So that was where the first name was. But then people were forgetting it. It wasn't that clear. And so we... Um, people actually kind of started calling it brain juice. Like they're like, uh, "What is that stuff called? The, the brain juice? Can I get some of that?" And uh, so we were like, "Maybe we should just name name it brain juice." And <laughs> so that's kind of where the name came from. People just our customers, uh, our, our early customers, kind of started calling it that. Um, so oh, like, go, I got, where do I get that brain juice? Yeah, because they would stuff? forget the name Alpha Wave. They'd be like, "Hey Sam, can I get some of that stuff you have? You know, the the brain juice." And it wasn't even called brain juice at the time, but they called it that. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So. 
so you get the name figured out, right? Yep. And then I guess you, who did you contact we, for packaging? How did you get that we all? We actually just kind of started using the name Brain Juice, and then we were like, oh, crap, we should uh, look and see if there's a trademark on this. So we looked, and there was like, uh, someone else had had it, but the trademark was like expiring. So like once it expired, I hired a trademark attorney, and we, we snatched it up and trademarked it and got the little R after it. In one of the future episodes of The Natural Underground, um, we're going to have trademark attorney uh, on, uh, a trademark attorney on that we had a couple of years ago and it's really interesting stuff if you're out there as a as an entrepreneur or as a wannabe entrepreneur one of the cool little side tricks is to go to uspto.gov and do a basic name search and that way you can see what sam's referring to is things will pop up on whether they're alive or you know dead i guess is really the word right which says you can you probably have a chance to use the dead ones you don't want to have a name out there that's also live that's in the same kind of class or category of business that that you're in now very cool so you got some packaging done. Let me jo- let me kind of fast forward. How'd you get into your first store? Um, actually, uh, uh, one of our friends, Scott Jensen, he's the the CEO of Rhythm Superfoods, who we mentioned earlier. Yeah, king of kale chips yep. and many other snacks. Yeah. So you know, at first we were just selling it online and to our friends, and then um, I got a meeting. I somehow got St- Scott's contact information. I met up with him and walked in to his place with a case of brain juice, and I was like, "Hey, man, can you help me out? You know, how did you guys get going? What, give me some tips." And Scott was like, "Step one." walk into a store with your product and and ask for the buyer and sell it to them. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. And then it was like, step two, contact Al Springer. And then he actually called you it, while we were in that meeting was he, he called you to introduce you and I, and that's, you know, kind of how we got connected through Scott. So anyway, uh, that's how, what we did. We walked right into fresh plus on, um, West Lynn. And, um, I was a little nervous, just walked right in with a case of brain juice and said, Hey, where's the buyer? And you know, of course they brought the buyer out. And I was like, hey, you know, we're a local product. We literally live three blocks away from here. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we got this product, Brain Juice. It's nutrients and energy for your brain. It'll help mental focus and clarity. He gave him a little spiel, you know. And uh, he drank one. He was like, mm, it's pretty good. Uh, we'll, we'll put it right here. So he put it next to the five-hour energy, and that's how it got going. And then now, we when you like, walked in there, again. Yeah, when you walked in there and actually saw it on the shelf, as a brand-new brand, a brand-new entrepreneur, you had to just freak out, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, how I was, cool was that? I was proud. That? I mean, I didn't freak out, but I was wow, proud. I think it's awfully cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was. I probably played it cool, you know. Just, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah it's, of course. Of course, it's, we're going to all these stores. But anyway, I, you know, I'd send my friends in there. I took pictures and sent it out to all, you know, our people who are involved in the business and my parents and Facebook, you know, so it was cool. So, you know, what is your biggest advice to other folks who are looking to start a brand? You got there, you're, you're having all kinds of success, but looking back at some of your challenges, if you could boil down your piece of advice into one good one, what would you tell the brand new or want to be entrepreneur? I'd say um, really get into the market that you want to be in and tap into it. And re- like for me, it's the you know the health food, natural foods industry, supplements industry. Um, really tap into it, talk to people, ask questions, and really try to get a sense of what people want and what you know what the trends are, where the trends are going. Like you guys know it because you're you're involved in it as well. So you know how we're kind of in the in, we feel like we're in the know. We're in the you know the natural foods underground. And when you start to get in that flow you really start to see opportunities. And and, uh, and then from there, of course, you gotta take action. And when you see an opportunity, jump on it. And um, persistence is really the main thing. You know, for me, um, it's it was about, when I decided to do this, I thought, I'm gonna do it, that's it, period. And I just looked at myself in the mirror and I said, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna dabble, I'm gonna do it. And no matter what, no matter what happens, I'm gonna keep going and 
I keep going and that's it. So I um, love it. So that was really the mindset that I had to keep, you know, even through the, the hard times. Yep. Perseverance, man. Yeah. It is everything in this business. If you want to learn more about Brain Juice, please visit their website at www.naturalbrainjuice.com. Check out their Facebook page at Natural Brain Juice and their Twitter feed at uh, On Brain Juice. On Brain Juice. Yeah. Time for our final break. When we come back, you will not want to miss our NBU cram session. It's our quick business class on opening up alternative channels. So if you've got a brand or you've got a cool idea for a brand, you're going to love it. You're going to want to know how to get into those places. You're listening to The Natural Underground. Last week on The Natural Underground. Well, I think we put this off long enough. It's time for our next segment, the way too far underground story of the week, yes. where this week I'm conveniently out of town and I'm going to make you all eat some cricket. What in the world? That's way too far. It's way too far out. That's not cool. What in the world? It's way too far. That's way too far. It's not cool. We're ready. We're brave people. We're going to do this. We're absolutely brave people. How much protein is in it? Eight grams. Eight grams of protein. If you hear the package opening, this is real. We're not pretending like we're going to eat that this, like so we're going to try them. What does, it look, what does it look like? Linda? Well, mine looks kind of like a brownie. I have a lovely dark chocolate coffee and cayenne, three ingredients that are on the top of my top fave list. All right. Let's, let's try this here. All right. Wow. That's the smallest bite a human being has ever taken of a, of a bar. Sam, what do you think, man? It looks just like a normal bar. You can't tell right. it's any different, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it looks just like all the other date-based bars. I mean, it tastes fine. Um, for me, it's kind of just the, the thought of eating crickets that I'm having right. to get over a little bit. But mm-hmm. when it really comes to taste and, and the sustainability of it, I think it's pretty good stuff. Actually. And you got to remember, too, and all these kinds of things, they're – to Ryan's point, they're making the powder. They're they're kind of making just the protein out of it into a powder and putting it into a bar. So it really isn't yeah. that different. And if you have an issue with crickets, but you're also eating birds and chicken, you're eating you know cows. Well, the main so, thing is lobsters and crabs. Those are very closely related. They're in the same phylum. Somehow that makes it worse, and I don't know. <laughs> what. We're eating, we're eating yeah. little sea crabs. <laughs> Sea well, not sea crabs. <laughs> sea crabs lobsters. are sea crabs. Yeah, well, I guess honest, that's my land crabs. Honestly, unless you're milling your own flour, you're probably already getting a lot of crickets in any flour. Yeah. Well, now that's, that's chocolate that's, has a certain acceptability of spiders, right? And it's a pretty high wow. number. Wow. Well, this is good. This had a little spice to it. The the, the, the one cayenne. I described. The cayenne. Yeah, it was actually really quite tasty. I will say, right. I can taste the cricket in this one. This is the. Um, the cacao one, it's or the Chaco one. How can you taste the cricket? No, I'm serious. At the end, I kind of taste the cricket. A little I mean, note of cricket. Not- Welcome back to the Natural Underground. All right, it's time for our NBU cram session. That means New Brand University. We'll talk about what that means in a second. But today we're going to cover one topic, one segment of the show. And we'll get input from our group of experts here with me. As always, this content comes from New Brand University, the education and training resource arm of the Touch Agency. Look, this is a fun topic. If you own a business or you work for a brand, or better yet, if you're thinking about starting a brand, this is your class. 
this class today, getting your product into alternative channels. Now, what do we mean by alternative channels? Things that are different from what maybe you normally, where you normally sell product. If you're just listening and you're curious about all things natural, different than where you may normally buy natural products, right? So think of a college bookstore, a, a airport. S- airport store, hotel, classic example of great alternative channels to buy a natural food product. So back on our first show, we talked about brand positioning and, and that is how it's a foundational part of success for business of any size, big or small, but particularly if you're building a, a food company. As a reminder, brand positioning has a structure to it. Three parts, target audience, which is who you're selling to, your brand definition, what are you, and lastly, your point of difference, right? So your target audience informs where you're gonna sell something, where you, what retailers you're gonna go uh, talk to. It's obvious where the most likely outlets are for your product, right? So for Brain Juice, we just talked to Sam from Brain Juice, it's a natural food store like Whole Foods or Sprouts or Wheatsville Co-op. But what about other opportunities? Where else can you sell your food, your beverage, or your personal care item? Yeah, in the case of Brain Juice, I would say that a perfect place would be a college bookstore because there are so many uh, you know, kids cramming for, for tests. So instead of going for the stimulants. And, it's, and, and so much of alternative channels is about being there at the right place at the uh-huh. right time, the captive audience. Right. It's mm-hmm. leveraging that captive audience on behalf of your brand. And those highly concentrated areas where your consumer congregates. Absolutely. Let's jump into our NBU cram session. Number one. Yes. <laughs> Always motivating to hear his voice. All right. Number one is formalizing the role of alternative channels, right? And we we were just talking about the fact that the role of an alternative channel is to drive a trial and awareness. It's it's leveraging the fact there's a captive audience. Um, JetBlue will carry food brands before maybe a lot of retailers, but people discover it on board JetBlue. Uh, I used to eat at a restaurant in Arizona where I tried a product. Uh, it was the blackberry sage flavor of Republic of Tea. And I would try it at that restaurant when I never would have tried it in a grocery store. And later, when I finally saw it in a grocery store, I was blown away. Like, boom, that's my tea, right? So it's that's the idea of an alternative channel. So it's understanding that no matter what your food company is, no matter what your product is, or if you just want to start one, alternative channels have a way of introducing it to you the first time. And don't limit yourself to stuff that is uh, just for volume, right? I mean, we've had a lot of small brands just be like, oh, is that going to get me enough volume? Well, your alternative channels aren't, that's not the main priority there. They absolutely serve a marketing role of generating trial and awareness. Number two. Yes. All right, picking the right outlets for your product, right? So we just talked about all the different types of of outlets as an example, college bookstores, the travel, but also coffee houses. For some brands like Brain Juice, it might be convenience stores. So if people are on the run and they're heading to their final, they think, wow, this is a lot easier to get to than maybe a traditional grocery store or a natural food store. So it's it's picking the right outlets. And all you have to do is go back to that brand positioning example and Remember, step one was, who's my target audience? Think about them. Put their picture on the wall. Write down where else do they go during the day? Where do they find themselves? Where do they gather? Where do people like that gather? That's your target audience. Therefore, that's your uh, potential alternative channel outlets. Number three. Finding ways to contact these outlets 
that you're new to, right? So in other words, if you're new to them and you haven't sold to them before, then you're not going to know how to contact them, right? Kind of obvious. Well, a couple of tricks. You can certainly you know, Google them and try and find a way to contact them. You can send them a little overnight mail, an email, some little trick to try and get their attention. But if you really study it, most of the sh- industries that you're targeting, most of the types of retailers you're targeting, they they have some sort of annual trade show. So college bookstores have a trade show. Uh, uh, hotel gift shops have a trade show. If you can get to that and it's affordable, it instantly gives you a chance to be in front of all those people at once. So don't just think you have to try and kind of you know, contact them and hope they get a hold of you. Find out where they gather. Number four. Okay, now you know who you want to go to. Understanding the distribution model. In other words, how do they get stuff to their store? How do they get it? That's the challenge, right? So this is going to sound, again, overly simple, but time and time again, we have brands come talk to us and they're like, I don't know how I could get the product to the store. Well, our answer is, and we usually charge for this, go in the (laughs) store and ask them. How do you get all this other stuff? There's usually a distributor of some sort. In New York City, there's eight or nine little DSD, direct store delivery companies that service those bodegas, those mom and pops up and down the street. Same thing. Find out where they get their other things. Maybe they go pick it up. We even have retailers certainly buy things at Costco, buy things at Smart and Final. Find out where they're getting their product. And and then that's that's your path into that store. Number five. Finally, it's knowing what success looks like, right? Determining what is it that's going to keep you in that store. It might be just trial good is good for you. In other words, to Ryan's point earlier, there's not a lot of volume in that in that in that particular retailer for you, but it gets people introduced to your product. It may be good for you, but you got to ask yourself what's good for them. In other words, am I turning fast enough? You might have a great product and you've got it sitting next to Gatorade in a convenience store, but Gatorade moves 200 bottles a day of Gatorade and you move one, you're not going to last in there. So it, it makes sense. It's, it's logical, but you got to be reminded it's one thing to get into a place. The second is, can I stay there? Was the juice worth the squeeze? Um, well, already we've had two calls asking about that awesome opening music that we had. And we're happy to say that that is singer-songwriter Elizabeth Wills. If you're familiar with Austin City Limits, South by Southwest, or the Kerrville Folk Festival, you'll maybe have heard of Elizabeth. She is our official artist in residence. That's fancy. Yeah, she's awesome. We love Elizabeth. Why don't we play, if we can, one more little song from Elizabeth so we can hear? think it'd be so hard, but it was, and it is, but it was worth every mile. Let it come through here, you got to see me smile. Wow. Oh, we love that. She's so good. Um, Again, that's Elizabeth Wills, W-I-L-L-S. You can look for her on iTunes. Or if you have any questions about her music or if you want to hear anything else, you can email us at info at newbranduniversity.com. You can follow us on Facebook. Our Facebook is New Brand University, and we'll put some links to her music and more information. One quick thing about Elizabeth. If you guys had ever listened to this show a couple years ago, it was called New Brand University, or at least kind of a... Uh, a version of this show. Elizabeth was the co-host, and if you, you know, what a tremendously talented woman. Mm-hmm. So if you know her, if you don't, if you haven't, check her music out. You're going to love it. 
And, I, and she's actually playing at the Kerrville Music Festival this year. So if you're going, I think she's been there for years. Mm-hmm. And she's been on, if you have South by Southwest or ACL posters, she tends to be on that kind of look on the bottom half the last few years. <laughs> she's right. super talented. She's there. Absolutely. And she's a great person, too. So easy to root for her. That wraps up this week's Natural Underground, brought to you by New Brand University and the Touch Agency, offering integrated brand building to over 100 brands in the Natural Channel. If you have any questions or comments on today's show or getting your own brand off the ground, email us at info at newbranduniversity.com. We'd love to hear from you. We also invite you to join the Natural Underground community on Facebook at New Brand University. That's our show for the week. Thank you for listening. Thank you to our guest, Sam from Rain Juice. Thanks to our team of brand building experts here. We'll see you next week. You're listening to The Natural Underground. See